Hey folks, this is Sarah here. A quick update, we actually are on Spotify now. We weren't as of recording this, but we are now, and you can find us at Cryptids and Mystics Podcast. Also, our Instagram is Cryptid and Mystic Pod. Find us there. That microphone is your one true love. <laughs> um, Amy would say something different. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll have to fight you for the microphone. Love you, mean it. <laughs> no, I really do. You're my everything. Um, <laughs> so I'm leaving that in the episode. <laughs> I know she, she's going to she, listen. She doesn't listen to it anyway. <laughs> is it really going to matter? I um, love how in every podcast there's a spouse that does a podcast and a spouse that doesn't listen. <laughs> there has to be a balance, you know what I mean? There's it can't... no balance. There has to be balance between the person who's into it and the person who's like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, there has to be. My wife loves cryptids and she loves mystical things, but she just doesn't, like, she can't get into podcasts where it's, like, conversational. You know, I've had people tell me that it's just listening to people like that in general just doesn't really intrigue. Okay. Because I told, I told Amy, I'm like, hey, listen, you, you do audiobooks all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, they're reading to me. Yeah. There's a difference between reading to me and, and sounding yeah, like we're having like a conversation. Podcasts. Yeah. And I'm like, it's practically the same thing. <laughs> Do you need me to sound like the guy who's reading the Harry Potter series? Mm-hmm. Like, Harry. You know, like, do you want me to be like that? Because like, I can do that. No. And I, I, really I can't do that, feel her because I used to hate podcasts because I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And, like, before I was medicated, I could not focus. So if it was conversational, I would, like, put it on and then just, like, lose track of whatever was happening. But now I can focus more. Are you, are you telling her to get medicated? Is that what's going on? I mean, if she needs to. Girl, get it. <laughs> no, well, whatever but, works. Yeah, if she doesn't, like, if her only problem is listening to podcasts, I don't think that's a big reason to get medicated. I had a lot of other problems. Well, sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that I'm helped with now. So. Atta girl. I'm so proud of you. That's right. Way to thrive, baby. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, Cryptus and Mystics. Here we are again. Let's, let's, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> uh, I am so ready for this shit. I think the tea finally kicked in. Oh, we're getting hyped. Let's go. We're getting hyped. So, uh, quick little, you know, housework thing before we uh, jump into uh, this awesomely fantastic episode um if you're not following us on social media what's wrong with you how dare you that's very rude of you you should uh we are on instagram uh cryptos and mystics podcast uh you know follow us because you know that's when we post about you know when we're gonna post the episodes uh just random thoughts that come into mind maybe what i'm having for dinner you never know just do it a little I behind promise. the scenes content behind the scenes stuff because you know Gotta, gotta see how the sausage is made, right? Um, you know. I don't think you should. Well, that that no. I don't think you'll come. This back. episode, these episodes, yes. Okay. The sausages, no. Uh, <laughs> unless you're into that thing. Um, definitely check us out, please. If you guys have any stories that you'd like to share, because mm-hmm. we're all about sharing the love, sharing the stories, talking about all this stuff. Yeah, we've been promoting that on our Insta. Mm-hmm. Please email us, cryptosandmysticspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us at cryptidsandmysticspod on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can do all those things. You can catch us on SoundCloud and uh, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We're working on Spotify. Give us a minute on that one. Bro, Spotify, get your shit together. I know. I sent our RSS feed. I don't know what their deal is. I love you, but get it together. <laughs> um, yes. So please do so. Spread the word. Let your peeps know. 
this is a fun shindig that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I I I love it. I love hanging out with my buddy Sarah over here. She's she's one of my favorite people. I love learning. <laughs> I'm learned. Um, I gotta tell you, you know, just doing all the research and talking about all these things, I, it's so much fun. Yeah, it is so much fun, and yeah. we would love to keep doing this. We can't do it without you guys, though. So please, mm-hmm. please, 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 follow us, listen to us, spread the word. Like, give you us a five star rating. Five stars only. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you have criticism, make it constructive and just email us instead. You know, yeah, because we want our ratings to be pretty high. Um, <laughs> we want people around here. We it want gets to you keep... noticed on yes. Apple Podcasts. It puts you up there. We want this to keep going. Mm-hmm. We need this to keep going because you are my life source. You, the person who was listening at this very moment, you, yes, you. This is like a romance song. See, you thought I was in love with the microphone. I'm not. <laughs> You're in love with the audience. I'm in love with the audience. I knew it. My people. My <laughs> people. I love you guys. Did you hear that? I love you. Manny loves you. I do. <laughs> Keep this going. ASMR. Um, we will not make it. To, I we'll, can't. We'll, I don't like ASMR. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, You know what? I was thinking. Mm-hmm. We don't have sponsors. We don't have sponsors. Because, you know, we're all independent and shit. Yeah. Um, but if you want to sponsor us. I mean, by all means, you know. You, you got Rad Coffee can sponsor us because we <laughs> go there a lot. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Hey, Rad Coffee, you want to sponsor us? Dude? It's cool, man. Just give us some coffee. It's fine. We'll you know, just take free coffee. We'll, we'll totally compliment you. Don't worry. And we don't have to make it up. We actually do legitimately enjoy your stuff. It's 100% true. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know. We can do that. Or we can, we can even make some stuff up, you know, like, oh, sponsored by uh, Jockstrap, you know, or something like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm creative enough to think of something like that. Sponsored so. by Cold Caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by Superior. <laughs> oh, And Weekend Freedom. That's another one we're sponsored by. There you go. See? <laughs> uh, sponsored by our spouses. <laughs> That's right. Literally, my girlfriend bought us a... Um, sound dampening um what do you call it it's like a blanket yeah you put to cover up things well if you post that video they'll know yeah and we appreciate you girl you're mvp (laughs) a true supporter yes absolutely i mean she don't listen either so she's not gonna hear this (laughs) putting it into the cosmos i love you i'll I'll be like manny and me are appreciative and 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 describe how I had a tear. Coming okay, down a single a single tear. Yes, one. A tear of joy and and gratification. A, a single man tear, as they say. <laughs> See, it holds so much power. <laughs> I'll be sure to mention that. Mm-hmm. Don't. <laughs> she's gonna be like he's like I can't. She, she's gonna be like he's dumb. <laughs> just just let it go. Anyway. Oh gosh. Oh, hi guys. Um. Well, by the time this comes out, it's going to be the new year. Yeah. So happy new oh, year. Happy new year. Happy 2023. There you go. There you go. Anyway, whatever your new year's resolution is, try to stick to it at least past the first couple weeks. After that, do whatever the hell you want. I never make a new year's resolution because I know I'll never stick to it. Same girl. Yeah. <laughs> the last time that I did, I said I was going to work out, and I clearly have not. LOL. So. Not that you're, like, out of shape or anything, but, like, I can't imagine working out myself, is what I'm trying to say. Same. It just won't happen. You know what the thing is for me is that that level of commitment for something like that. Yeah. Like, 
I don't have the consistency. I just don't have it in me. Which I know some people can probably be like, oh, you're a hypocrite. You can go to Disneyland and walk, you know, all the time, no problem. Blah, blah, blah. But see, there's a big difference with that, though, because I'm still stuffing my fat face with food. Yeah. And also, like, you're not working up a sweat. You're, like, walking right. short distances to things and standing. Right, right, right. And, and that's why, for me, I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah. And while that does do something for your body, it's not nothing. You're not doing, like, fucking aerobics. Like. Look, man, we don't believe in calisthenics here. Okay. <laughs> what, do you know what calisthenics is? Isn't it, like, just aerobics? I think so. I think so. It's okay. just a fancy word for it. I think so. They Everla- used to call that, Everlasting like, gym painting. class. <laughs> Everlasting painting. That was a throwback to last episode. <laughs> and if you didn't listen to that, See, you should. You, you guys are going to fucking hate me, because I'm going to keep being like, bring it back to the last one. You got to be in on our inside jokes. Yeah, so. well, see, if you're consistent, you'll be part of an inside joke, too. Yeah, you Michael should be Scott. a really consistent hoe. I just want you to know. Be a consistent hoe. <laughs> be are consistent home. That's right. Please. Um, well, see any nothing else on n- nothing else of talking shit at this point. I don't think so. But I believe I'm going first. Add a girl. Uh... Let's do this shit. <laughs> do it. So, um, this time I have kind of a short one for you, which it doesn't sound like it should be short. It sounds like it should be like really in depth, and I might do like something more in depth later. Um, but I'm gonna do like a little intro to the zodiac. Yeah, not the serial killer. (laughs) Either way, though. Either way, though. I mean, there's still some (laughs) tie-ins to all that, right? But yeah, which is pretty cool. But I like the fact that you're teasing. Yeah, it's great. So New Year, New USC. This is a kind of big one. Um, (laughs) Do it. Like, let's get into this bad boy. Let's do it. Uh, Most people know that the zodiac is based on the stars, hence the phrase "What's your star sign." But what they don't know is that the constellations occur on a belt-shaped region in the sky, and that region is the path the sun appears across our orbit. Hmm. Um, so hence the phrase "sun sign." Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why other constellations exist, obviously, but they don't have anything to do with the zodiac. Okay. So, like the Big Dipper, not a zodiac, <laughs> but it is a constellation. That'd be so cool if it was. Though. <laughs> Hold me, Big Dipper. They're like, oh, I'm the Big Dipper. And they're like, oh, I'm the Little Dipper. <laughs> meant to be written that in the sounds, stars that sounds like that almost sounds like a cosmic sex pose you know i'm sure it is it's in the cosmic kama sutra somewhere Ooh, girl, i'm sure it. that exists it better okay so it freaking better i'm gonna look for it <laughs> so let's get controversial for a minute controversial corner join me over in controversial corner. i'm already there let's do it okay there are two readings of this area the belts area okay we have tropical astrology, which is the most widely followed astrology in the Western world. And then we have side real astrology. Each one divides the belt into 30 degree portions dedicated to each constellation. However, side real astrology is a lot more literal. It follows each sign as it moves throughout the belt. And due to our Earth's rotation, this moves the constellations and therefore moves the zodiac signs ever so slightly. Hmm. Um, tropical astrology is governed by our seasons here on Earth. So we follow the constellations as they appear in the belt by season, which is sort of approximated but less complicated, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So now for the really controversial part. People that are more astronomer than astrologist recognize the infamous Ophiuchus sign, which barely touches the belt and occurs between Scorpio and Sagittarius. People that are strict about following the constellations through the International Astronom- Astronomical Astronomical <laughs> Union, the IAU. Mm-hmm. Will often cite this as a thirteenth zodiac sign. Sometimes those people are side real astrologers. Sometimes they're not. 
Um, hmm. So some people do believe in a 13th zodiac sign. I personally don't. I stick with the traditional tropical of the 12 signs. Such a traditionalist. <laughs> Such a purist you are. The only time I'm ever a traditionalist. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Go on. That's, I didn't know that, that there was a 13th one. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's spelled O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S, and a lot of people said it was pronounced Ophiuchus, but I would have said Ophiuchus, but whatever. I, I thought know. you were going to bust out, are you down with O-P-P? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> no. All right. Now that we talked about the elephant in the room, we can just like gloss over it, not talk about it anymore. That's cool. Just sit there. <laughs> you stay back there. So now I'll tell you about each sign in the order that it appears in the tropical zodiac. And because we follow them through the seasons, we start with the spring equinox because the winter is at the end of the year. It just flows over into the Gregorian calendar that we do. Okay. So technically the year starts with the spring equinox. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that lies at zero degrees on the belt. And we start with Aries, the ram. And that is from March 21st to April 19th. Um, that one is like... If you're in Aries, you're very, it's a fire sign. So you're very fiery. You can like maybe anger quickly. You're very passionate. You're very loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next we have Taurus, which is the bull. Baby. <laughs> and that's April 20th through May 20th. Um, that's Amy's sign. Mm-hmm. That's why I said baby. Yeah, that one's that's like my baby. very stubborn, very hardworking. Like <laughs> she's a Taurus to the T. I tell her all the time, like. She's 100% Taurus. You know. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, And then we have Gemini, which is represented by the twins. And that's May 21st to June 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people say Geminis can be very two-sided. I do see that, but that's not necessarily negative. Like, if you can switch your personality to whatever it needs to be to fit in a situation, mm-hmm. like, then you are good at social things. And that's why Geminis are so social. Hmm. Yeah, I think they're very good at, like, switching their work personality, their family personality, their friend personality. It, it That's a talent, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a code-switching talent. So. Yeah. And on top of that, too, though, I think um, it, it's – it's some people would probably interpret that as almost being deceitful. But yes. the reality, though, is that you have to find a balance in it, right? Like, exactly. You, you can't give – like, I can't genuinely be who I am at work like I am at home. Yeah. Like, I can't – like I'm not constantly gonna drop cuss the, or yeah, yeah. I can't constantly drop a motherfucker into the whole conversation every time. I do with my boss for saying when she hasn't fired me. <laughs> but you know, like what if, what if, like if I'm meeting with a client or if exactly. I'm you know going into supervision, you know, with the group and stuff like that, I can't be dropping f bombs all the time. Yeah, and you're not gonna come in with like a very excitable or aggressive attitude when like something serious is happening. Like that's just yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. do that. You have to find a balance. Mm-hmm. Have to be a balance. You have to read the room. And I think Gemini's are really good at that. I think they get a lot of flack. I will say that, like, I have met a few Geminis that I do get along with. You know, they're just better at things like that. And I think that's fine. Um, now, is it jealousy of another part that we don't get along with them so well? Like, <laughs> this motherfucker over here knows what they're doing. What the fuck? I don't know. But Cancer's next on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Cancer. Yeah. And if you've been listening, you know that's us. So <laughs> that is represented by the crab. And it is June 22nd to July 22nd. Boom. Um, That would be us. They're very protective of themselves they're very emotional very passionate they sort of have like a really high intuition they're very good with um i guess they're very like expressive of their emotions Ah. and a cancer that has really grown into themselves is good at understanding 
and conveying those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. That a lot of work on myself to get there. That sounds like us for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm not even mad about that. <laughs> I am I am emotional. Get over it. <laughs> and very defensive as you can see. <laughs> That's swear to God, swear to God, I have no idea she's about to say that. All right, everyone, calm down. All right, this isn't planned. I promise. <laughs> Next, we have Leo, and that's represented by the lion, and it's July twenty third to August twenty second. Um, Leos are they like to be the star of the show? They want to be in the limelight. They're very like brave, and they're very out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they tend to be like in the spotlight, and they like it that way. I don't know if I know any Leos. I know a few Leos. And they are that way. <laughs> there you go. Very positive. There you go. Next, we have Virgo, which is my girlfriend. And that's represented by the maiden or the virgin. LOL. <laughs> 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 um, that's August 23rd <clears throat> to September 22nd. You're sure she doesn't listen? Um, yeah, I'm 100% sure okay. she doesn't listen. I mean, she's. we know she's not a virgin. We've been together for like 15 years. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> You know, we're adults. Valgame Dios. <laughs> ¿Qué dijiste, Sara? And as much as, like, Virgo is, the representative is, like, um, like a young woman, usually, and, like, maiden mm-hmm. means virgin. It's just an old way of saying virgin. I think it represents, like, a purity and honesty about oneself. It's not specifically about, like, sex. Um, Virgos mm-hmm. tend to be, like, really organized, really, like, really planned people they sort of keep to themselves they can often like pass judgment on others that can be like a negative aspect but they also pass judgment on themselves they are like their hardest critic they love to be a perfectionist they just do what are the dates for for this that would be august 23rd to september 22nd so our friend tuna is also a virgo um you know he does like everything just so you know yeah (laughs) i feel like so far from the people that i can think about your booze to the t to the t of virgo 100 percent. like there is no denying that tuna for sure i can yeah Mm -hmm. yeah although i don't think he'd be judgmental maybe like in his own head well yeah but (laughs) but but again that's hard to know right so i don't see that being part of his character Mm -hmm. um I, i don't know why i thought about you know my little my little one, because that homie judges everybody. Is your little one a Virgo? No, he's a Libra. No, he's a Libra. Yeah. And now that I think about it, yeah, but he, I almost feel like he should have been a Virgo because goddamn. Well, that is actually next Libra, hey, it's and <laughs> and that is the scales. So that would explain why he is judgy. Oh mother. Yeah, I think okay. they value a lot of fairness, and I think oftentimes when a Libra hasn't really come into their own. That can come off negatively as like indecisiveness. Like they don't, oh, okay, they won't yeah. pick a side because okay, they okay. don't want to give one more power than the other. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, they really value fairness. And that the dates for that are September 23rd to October 23rd. I love you, monkey. Then we got Scorpio, which is represented by the scorpion. And that is October 23rd to November 21st. Okay. Um, That's another water sign. So they are emotional, but I think they like like to keep their emotions inside. Like a scorpion, they have a lot of snap to them. So you don't cross them. <laughs> they are sort of quick to forget but not forgive. Um, they can hold a grudge, that's for sure. And they're also kind of known for being sexually aggressive in the Zodiac. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know how true that is. No, boss. They like the party. <laughs> Bro. 
that's up to them. If there's any Scorpios out there, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have Sagittarius, which is the centaur or the archer, because that's what it looks like. It's a centaur that is an archer. That's what the constellation is. All right. Um, And that's November 22nd to December 21st. So we're um, in Sagittarius season. We are in Sagittarius season right now uh, as we record, yeah. Uh, um, We're actually, we're in the new year, so we're in Capricorn, remember? This is for... <laughs> listen, man, if y'all, if y'all haven't caught on to how we function here, <laughs> get it together, Yeah, we're man. recording more than one episode. Because <laughs> we're overachievers like that. So currently, we actually still are barely in Sagittarius season. Good Lord, get us out of it. <laughs> All right, um, it's a new year. One of my best friends, Bree, she is a Sagittarius, um, but she doesn't match any of the like qualities. <laughs> like Sagittarians are known for being like um, really like spontaneous, and they're like kind of fiery because they're fire signs. They just kind of like go off and do their own thing. Like she's very passive. Although to be fair, at least from you know, because I, I mean you know mm-hmm. Bree a lot longer than I do, obviously, mm-hmm. but she can be like she can be a little spontaneous. I don't know. Maybe not to the extent that you would think, right? Okay, like, like yeah, maybe like... in a non-traditional way. Right, okay. right. Like, the, she does have a little bit of spontaneity. Yeah. I want to give her some props there. I think you she know? can be fiery if someone is, like, mean to, like, someone she loves. Like, if someone, like, said something shitty about me, like, she would be like, don't fucking talk about my friend like that. Like, come, she would snap. Come at me, bro. She would go all off. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Let's go, Brie. So, I do think that that is very true in many ways. And that's what I'm saying. I think depending on how, how you want it and what context you want to view it in, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. might be it. So, maybe not in the, in the traditional sense. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I said that Sagittarians like to be, like, adventurers and stuff. So, yeah. See, she is. I mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Bree, don't let me down, dude. Oh, no offense, Bree. We love you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're cool. You're cool, but you're cool. Don't trip. We got you. Um, next, we have Capricorn, and that is the goat. Um, so th- we talked about this um, in December when we talked about, um, like, the origins of Yule and stuff. And oh, right, right, right. they would create, like, a Yule goat. Right, 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 right. Um, so when you switch into Capricornus, so you go from Sagittarius to Capricornus, that happens during the winter solstice. And so they talked about like the cornice part being like a indicative indicative of a cornucopia. Right. Yeah. And so that like indicates that you're going to go into something that is not winter soon. Well, see, that's why if you listen to episode three, you'll understand what Sarah's talking about. (laughs) Get it together, guys. Capricorns are known for being extremely hardworking to the point where they believe like productivity is like an important part of life yeah and i don't particularly believe that because i'm lazy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) me too but i respect that in people like if that's Mm -hmm. how you want to live your life then give yourself a life of purpose in whatever way you want to have sure so absolutely and they definitely feel like they have purpose a capricorn without purpose is not good I don't think I've ever met a Capricorn without purpose. Me either. <laughs> they find a purpose, trust me. Yeah. I'm thinking of Aaron. Love oh. you, baby. <laughs> um, then we have Aquarius, which is the water bearer. And that's January 20th to February 18th. Okay. Um, They're kind of like, Aquarians are known as being kind of flighty, kind of dreamy. If you ever met an Aquarian, they probably believe in like a conspiracy. <laughs> they Maybe they're the listening ones. to this podcast right now. <laughs> They're talking specifically about me, aren't they? <laughs> it's like, no, dude, if we're not. I promise. I dated an Aquarian for a long time. She was interesting. <laughs> that was my high school girlfriend. That's such a nice way for you to put it. <laughs> They're interesting people. 
I believe you. Ill-suited for cancers, but interesting. I can see why they would be ill-suited for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. And then the last one we have is just before um, the winter ends and the spring begins, and that's Pisces. And that's represented by the two fish, and it is February 19th to March 20th. Oh, that's my mommy. Oh, your mom's a Pisces? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hannah's a Pisces, too. Hannah's my best friend. Hannah! Yay, we love Hannah. You're the best, dude. She's, I tell her that she is the um, other side of my coin. Like, we're the same coin, but two different sides. We're both water signs. We're both highly emotional, intuitive. We have a lot of emotional intelligence. But I feel like for her, she is a little bit dreamier. And mm-hmm. I think, like, you would just describe Pisces like that. Sure. Like, a little bit more dreamy, a little bit stuck in the clouds, sometimes has, like, very specific expectations that other people can't meet. Okay. Yeah. I'm just glad that Hannah likes me. <laughs> you know what? She is really picky, but she likes all my friends, so that's good. But see, but here's the thing, right? I don't, I don't necessarily think it's picky, but it's like, you know what you want. Yeah. You know, you know what you want, you know what type of energy you want. That's true. She it's, would never allow bad energy in her life. That's what I'm saying. That's that's all good, man. That's right. Not a problem. It's with called that. boundaries. Mm. Hey, <laughs> hey, look at you, therapist over oh. there. Oh, girl. <laughs> this ain't this ain't better help. <laughs> not better help. Not one of our sponsors. Please uh, don't sponsor us. I've heard bad things about better help. I'm on not one of our sponsors. Now. <laughs> yeah, I've heard bad things too. So. Um. So fun fact: each sign's time lasts about 29 to 31 days. Oh. Yeah. So they last almost the same. I didn't even do the math because I'm terrible at it anyway. So. <laughs> well, they're 30 oh. degrees of the sun belt. So. Ma'am, stop making sense. I'm just saying. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so as you know, both of us are cancers, 40s apart. And I would say we have a lot of traits in common. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very emotional, passionate people. Mm-hmm. We're very nurturing, which is a classic cancer trait. Yep. Very loving, but we also take things pretty hard, very personally. Like if someone were to criticize us on the internet. <laughs> This is why we keep saying five-star reviews, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Please. Um, and one of my favorite things to do is to see people's birth charts. Okay. So this is where you input your birth date, time, and location of birth, and you can map where the constellations were when you were born. And this gives a better indication of why you are the way you are. So, for example, on my chart, I was born in Cancer. The sun was in Cancer, but the moon was in Aries when I was born. And my ascending sign slash rising sign is Libra. And these are called your big three. So that would be your sun, your moon, and your ascendant or your rising sign. Okay. And that's the easiest way to see or describe you. Now, your sun sign is like the standard sign that everyone asks about and you could figure it out with just your birthday, like Mm -hmm. we were talking. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it represents your sense of individuality and like what you present to others. Mm -hmm. Your moon sign is about your emotional responses to things and it's how you see yourself. And then your rising sign, which is sometimes called your ascendant, is about how you act, and it's therefore how others see you. Hmm. Yeah. There's so much into this stuff, man. I swear. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ah. So my sun sign is in Cancer, and that means I present in like an emotional and passionate person to others. And my yeah. moon is in Aries, and that means that my emotions are big and fiery, and that's kind of how I view myself. Yeah. And then my rising is in Libra, and that typically indicates a persuasion to fairness. Sometimes it means like charisma, and that could be how others see me. Okay. So I often find that, like, I'll say things like, I'm so anxious. I was so nervous up there. Like, whatever it may be, like, Mm -hmm. internally, I'm feeling something different than how I look outwardly. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had people, including therapists, say, you seem so together. 
Like I, you're all girl. Listen, exactly. <laughs> There's something about my Libra side that plays it off. Like no one can tell nice. what's going on with me, nice. which is why I'm very good at public speaking. Oh, and I God. hate public speaking. I, I want to throw speaking. up every time I public speak. Yeah. 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 And I just somehow I go up there and like something clicks in my brain and I just and you do it, it every yeah. time. I don't know how. Because you're brilliant. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel brilliant. I feel scared. I feel so scared Ma'am, when I do it. You are brilliant. <laughs> don't talk to my friend Sarah like that. Ah, uh, it terrifies me. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, um, the chart is actually pretty large, and it'll tell you like where Mars and Venus were in relation to the constellations, what that means, and it's kind of long, so I won't go into it all. Sure. But my surprise is that I want to do your chart. Do it. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what time you were born? Oh man, I think it was like. Sorry, mom. I know you'll probably never hear this, but um, I'm gonna <laughs> guess probably like around. Mm, I think it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. I think in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Which side note? I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, I was actually born prematurely. You were. Uh huh. Uh, I was supposed to be born in October. Oh. Like end of September, going into October. Into October. That's like three months. Uh huh. Do That's the math, funny. and I'm still here, baby. I counted on my fingers. And I'm still here. <laughs> so we're going to use um, Cafe Astrology today. So if anyone wants to know, it's astro.cafeastrology.com, and you're going to go to the birth chart area. Do it. It has you fill in your name and your date of birth, so that would be July 1st, 1985? Yes. 85. And then you said 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah, I'd say probably venture more towards 4 in the morning, I think. Okay, I'll do like... 345? Sure. Okay. Probably close enough. <laughs> and then what city? Uh, Los Angeles. East LA, homie. Los Angeles. Bow, bow, bow. No, no, no. I did it wrong. Oh, no. So while she's working on that, um, today's episode is sponsored by <laughs> nobody because we still don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> we would love a sponsor. Yeah, let's do it. You know what actually is making me sad though? I'm almost done with this tea. I know, it's so good. It's freaking addicting. I don't like that. I'm like... It's probably full of sugar, but I love it. It's really good. I think it had like pomegranate in it too. I think so. And ginger. The has an- a little bit of the ginger. antioxidants. <laughs> no wonder my skin feels so pure. Oh my god. So I have Manny's birth <laughs> chart here with me. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Okay. Right. So I have Manny's birth chart, and... It says the sun was in Cancer, the moon was in Capricorn. So you kind of see yourself as maybe like someone who values hard work and productivity. So yeah. that's what you want from yourself. Sure. And then your ascendant is in Scorpio. So like you present yourself to others as someone who is like emotional but has a little bit of a sting. Mm. Mm. I spice you up, baby. I see that. I see Let's that. go. Um, let's see. No wonder Amy gets mad at me half the time. <laughs> She's like, stop it! It also tells you... I didn't realize that I really had any sort of, like, internal connection to hard work, but now that I think about it, well, I mean this. Yeah. This project, and the fact that I'm still convinced <laughs> that I'm going to open up a brewery. I mean, I am convinced you will. So. Yeah, I mean, 2025, <laughs> I have it projected around that time. Oh, that's good. So I love that I've decided you. that by that time, I'm going to be... A licensed clinical social worker. Uh huh. So I can do private practice and things like that at that point. Mm-hmm. But I still could now, but nah. yeah. Just want to get that goal done um, and, and have a brewery open. So I mean, I, I really like your brews and I don't even like beer. So 
Which, by the way, I need that's to give you the uh, the champorado style. That I oh my god, that would be so good. Mm-hmm. Be ready for it. So it says your Mercury um, is um, Mercury represents communication. Okay. Anyway. Your Mercury is in Leo, and that says that you want to know the bottom line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can be good at scoping out a situation and finding answers to problems. You are a problem solver. Usually very friendly and usually positive, can be charming. Enthusiastic speaker, speaks with authority and sincerity. Okay. Um, playful, likes to take risks in jest and amusement. Might sometimes come across too strongly or offend sensitive folk with a somewhat authoritative tone. I guess. <laughs> that part I'm not quite sure about, but... Yeah, I don't think you have the... maybe an authoritative tone, but... I mean, have you heard me discipline the kids? No. There, and that's probably where it happens. So you yeah, might want to ask Amy that question because I—I I mean, I don't see it, but you know, maybe she does. I should just reprimand you one day, so you can see it for yourself. Be like, oh, you're right. Yeah, it is there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Manny. I didn't know. <laughs> I probably do better. Um, your Mars, which is your desire for action and physical energy, is in Cancer. So you have a lot of Cancer in your chart. <laughs> Um, it says this position inclines toward passive aggressiveness, which is a classic tra- cancer trait. Are we? Yeah, we're very passive aggressive. We're also very manipulative. Am I the drama? <laughs> Am I the drama? <laughs> oh my god, dude! You know that? I feel like that explains a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like I'm finally starting to understand myself a little bit better. You should really read this. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll do a deep dive. For you myself. have a lot of water in your chart because, like, your Saturn, which is contraction and effort, is in Scorpio, which is also a water sign. Dude, I don't even know how to swim. You don't know how to swim? I don't know how to swim. You're a water sign. Madam, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? I don't know. I can't believe you don't know how to swim. I can't believe it took me 20 years to figure out you don't know how to swim. I keep that shit secret, man. That's embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's not a secret now. Well,. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, just say, you know, I've done real good to keep that quiet. Why do you think you just lounge in the pool? We got to teach you how to swim. Nah, I like to lounge and drink. You could, though. you could learn. I know you could. I know how to swim. I, you know, I probably could. Honestly, I probably could. <laughs> but my laziness to do so, yeah, which is a, a, apparently, you know, typical cancer approach. <laughs> um, you know, just like you know what, I'd rather just float and drink. I can't believe I learned how to swim in Almani. Like, my mom took me to the Almani pool to learn how to swim. Oh, no. The one yeah. by, by uh, Almani High School? Yes. So, it used to be, like, attached to the high school. Now, it's, like, separate. It's part of the community center. Oh, okay, um, But okay. they treated it as, like, a community pool, and I would go to lessons. So, I got swim huh. lessons. I made it oh, all the way to diving. Right. They used to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made right. it I all the way to diving. That. I have a, a diving card, even though I can't dive for shit anymore. Do you um, still have it? Mm-hmm. It's in, like, some memory book somewhere. Okay. So, I'm going to encourage Sarah to post that. On, on diving <laughs> you, you can't bring it up in the episode and not post it's it in one of my photo albums i don't know where it's at i was about nine i would say when i learned how to swim take a picture and send it to me i'll find it i have an idea okay okay um they asked me if i wanted to join junior lifeguards and i was like no thanks too much responsibility well they, okay so when you're in diving, cancer they do teach you how to like like uh like dive regular so they teach you yeah, how to yeah, dive yeah and then you can do the high dive if you want to. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also teach you, like, part of the end of it is, like, they teach you how to dive to get, like, trajectory enough to go down quickly mm-hmm. and pick up a 100-pound weight from a 12-foot deep pool. And then you're supposed to bounce yourself back up, bring it to the top. 
And that shows if you could be a junior lifeguard and rescue someone. And I just so happened to be able to do it. And that's why they asked me to. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I. That's pretty badass, though. I was like nine. I was like 10, I think, by the time that happened. I don't. I think it was a fluke. <laughs> be nice to my friend Sarah. Okay. <laughs> I believe she has the skills to save people's well, lives. She saved a whole 100 pounds someone. So that, that, I can save a child. Almost an adult. Your children are safe with Sarah. <laughs> Promise you that. Yeah, I think if I if I saw someone's kid drowning, I'd get an adrenaline rush and I'd jump that, in and dive to the bottom of the pool. I would. Absolutely. Yeah. I can totally see you doing that. So. Yay! <laughs> I could be your lifeguard. But don't, like, write that down or anything. I can be what you go, baby. <laughs> I could be your lifeguard, baby. <laughs> yes! You get it. We're not. I'm not going to do that. Don't hold me to that, please. I actually know someone who's a lifeguard, and they're a good lifeguard, and they can save people. Cool. <laughs> it's not me. Well, whoever this person is, when I learn how to swim eventually, I'm going to need them around, because heaven knows. It's my friend Dylan. Dylan, you don't know me, but I might need your help one day. I think that they'd be a good helper. <laughs> Dylan, I'm going to need your help one day. I can promise you. I promise you. I'm going to need your help. I'm not going to be a strong swimmer to start off. Be like, oh, my legs are cramping. Oh, my God. Well, you know, Tyler's parents are redoing their pool and they're like making it look all fancy and stuff. Mm -hmm, So maybe when that's done, we can go over there and teach you how to swim. They don't have a 12 foot pool. They have like an eight foot pool because 12 foot is illegal. That's a hell of a lot more manageable. 12 foot is illegal. You're not supposed to do that. Eight eight feet sounds daunting to me. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's eight feet or nine feet is the standard now. Mm, Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't have a pool that's too deep. (laughs) Ma'am. There's so many things you could say to that. I but, can't. But I, I can't. Won't. I can't. I anyway. I, I said I won't. It's your turn. It's my turn. Sarah, well done. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, hyping me up like that. <laughs> Kids, it pays to, you know, learn things. Um, So today, I'm going to cover something totally that just spur of the moment came up. And, I'm, and I want to share what inspired me to talk about this one. Because you're going to be like, you should have been asleep. I wasn't asleep. What? So it happens that I was watching an adventure, a Ghost Adventures episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go figure. With our buddy Zach Bagel Bites. Um, and um, it was the episode where they go to the Grand, the Great Saltaire, I think it's called. It's in Salt Lake City, the, mm. the Great Salt Lake. Okay. And they, they briefly mention about this thing called Water Babies. Excuse me? <laughs> water Babies. No. And... I was like, I wonder if this is like a thing, you know what I mean? So, you know, they, they were talking about it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I can't recall the episode right now. We might post it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't really care. They don't need enough promotion. They're, they're already pretty popular as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, But I was like, you know what? I want to know more about that. Turns out there's Native American connections to water babies. Okay. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're I'm gonna talk so about scared. This water babies. terrifying. It is. Am I never going to want to take a shower again? You're not going to want to go to a large body of water. Let me put it the other okay. way. Okay. So uh, my sources, uh, utahstories.com, weirdus.com. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Exemplor, E-X-E-M-P-L-O-R-E.com. That was actually a really good uh, um, article. Okay. And then also heraldextra.com. So I bet you're asking yourself, um, what does a water baby look like? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm ready to be scared. Atta girl. All right. Yeah, that's a lot of questions right off the bat. So they're known as water babies, but they're also, they also have other names too. So they're, they're known as like water kelpies, 
Okay. That sounds a little cute. Okay. They're not. Um, merfolk, mm-hmm. or uh, through the uh, uh, native tongue, the uh, Pawapiks. Okay. They're classified as a water species type of creature. One way to describe how they, like what they are, is that they're evil spirits that take on the form of a baby. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Girl? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love my kids. You know, a, a, a kid and a baby in, like, paranormal stuff is never really a kid or a baby. It's always a fucking demon. Dude, this is proof at this point. I'm scared. So, um, but uh, there's there's other native stories. So, like, it's depending on what what tribe you're kind of getting the stories from. Mm. The one that, that I described uh, is kind of more, like, within the Ute tribe in, in you know, the region of Utah. Hence mm-hmm. the reason it's called Utah. Got it. Um... <laughs> But uh, and, and other stories do describe them as um, being either the size of a man's hand. That's small. Or as large as a three to four year old child. And there was another That's one. That's too big. <laughs> there, was, yeah, there was another one that I read too that it was like an eight year old. No. That it looked like an eight year old with really long hair. Too large. Mm-mm. Well, any of those, let's be real, any of those things. We do talk about like what's scarier, like if something's big or small a lot. Well, we were talking about the, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah, like that, and I, I think. When I did the, we did a poll on our Instagram and it was split 50-50. Like that was the end result. Like everyone couldn't decide. Let's be fair. <laughs> Either one of them is going to creep me the fuck out. I mean, that's true. Yeah. So let's be honest. <laughs> uh, if I see any of these things that should technically be, be technically be mythical or mm-hmm. like make believe and I see it with my own eyes, I'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you could be my height and I will shit myself. Yeah. You could be up to my ankles and I will still shit myself. What if they like crawl in your pant leg? Fuck that. <laughs> That's why I can't go swimming anymore. Sarah. <laughs> he, not, he doesn't want to go swimming after all. I really don't. <laughs> Even more I reason I would take you to like a lake or something. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know. <laughs> after you hear all this stuff, you're going to be like, no, I'm just going to avoid large gatherings of water. I can't wait until you're swimming and I go, watch out for the Kelpies. Fuck <laughs> that. Sarah. <laughs> No. I with swear love. to God. With so much love. <laughs> There's no love there. There's there only love. <laughs> and then other descriptions have them as either a dwarf or even a snake. But okay. we'll get to those in one of the stories later. So. Okay. Let's get to the history of this bad boy. Because, you know, we got to know where this shit's coming from. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it originates from Native American folklore. Um, one of the major tellers of the stories are the Ute tribe in Utah. But there's also the Shoshone tribe near the Utah, Idaho area mm-hmm. as well too they have stories of water babies mm-hmm. um now past and present sightings quote unquote mm-hmm. sightings because there's a reason why i'm doing it that way so obviously native american origin so these stories go way back mm-hmm. you know but early encounters reported by those of the pasty skinned type um <laughs> originate in like the mid to late 1800s when the mormons came to the area so are you just telling me these are Mormon children? No. <laughs> no, they're still... They're... Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Hold that thought. Just hold it for me. These pasty people come at you for a reason. These pasty motherfuckers. So, it was interesting because, you know, um, the first, like, official reporting of, like, any sort of monsters around the area, especially, like, in the Great Salt Lake and all that stuff, mm-hmm. wasn't until August 3rd, 1868. When someone wrote in a letter to the Desert News, which is like one of the news articles at the time there, mm-hmm. or newspapers at the time there, 
and all dramatic and shit <laughs> with big text, uh, big bold text saying monsters in Bear Lake and shit. It's like, okay, bro, calm down. It was here. a slow news day. <laughs> Listen, man, just admit you were cheating on your wife. <laughs> You're trying to find a second one because, you know... He's like, no, I saw a monster. I did. I did. Look at the <laughs> font on this letter. Monsters in Bear Lake. It should tell you. So here's the thing. There's a really high probability possibility that a lot of the story's folklore that's been... It, it, it's been altered mm-hmm. due to a number of reasons. Poor translating of you know native native languages... And this really, really shouldn't surprise anybody up until this point. But settlers changing the stories to fit their cultural beliefs and understanding. Colonizers. Got it. Mm -hmm. Typical conquistador mentality, right? Mm -hmm. The caucasity of these people. (laughs) Swear. Caucasity is one of my favorite words. Fucking love it. That's why I keep using them. The caucasity of this motherfucker, man. So that's probably the reason why there's been so many changes to it. Got it. Okay. Um, but we'll get to some of the more like traditional stories in a bit. Um, just because I'm like, I want to avoid those specifically. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, just so you know, I am going to cover still some of the uh, pasty skinned uh, <laughs> translations of the stories. <laughs> so, um, says the guy who uh, is brown. Um, <laughs> so, what do they do? Right? Where do they come from? Mm-hmm. Where, where can I find one? Mm-hmm. How do I adopt them? I don't know about that one. You thought it. Uh, no. I saw your eyes. You're like, Not this adopting is so cute. them. No. Oh, water babies. Demons. So, <laughs> here's a warning sign for you. Okay. You hear a baby crying when you're standing by the shores? Mm hmm. Uh, not. <laughs> not a baby. We're good, dude. <laughs> Take care of your child, please. Whoever whoever's child that is that's crying there, you take care of them. I don't go after not crying my babies. I'm sorry. Nope. Are my two there? Great. Then I'll figure fine. your kid out. <laughs> but in some other stories, they can also make frog sounds. Okay. As a way to kind of lure people into the water. To be like, oh, it's just a frog. I mean, see, here's the thing. If it was a frog, it would really fuck me up. Because I'd be curious. But, oh, I wonder what type of like frog it is. I'm like, and go. It's a demon baby. I'm fucking stupid. I would <laughs> fall for that. I'd be like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> but other. So. The thing is that with with these bad boys, what what they generally will do mm-hmm. is lure you into the water. Okay. If you hear the cries, right? So if you hear the cries or you hear the frog sounds, whatever whatever it is that the, you know for that respective legend or story. So like, if you know how to swim, you should be theoretically better off. Nah, girl. Oh no. They would drag your ass to the bottom. Oh no. So there ain't no like you being a good swimmer. And they right? just like want to kill you. We'll get to all that. Don't okay. worry. They're, I'm see, they, they they kill with a purpose. Uh oh. <laughs> These bad boys know what's up. Okay. Right? But see, here's the other th- reported things that they do as well, too. Okay. So they can also be, just be tricksters. Okay. So, uh, they simply like to tease and abuse humans that get too close to the edge of the water. Hmm. I already can't swim. <laughs> Going back to this whole thing of me not being able to swim. So this is more reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. More reason not to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get tricked. Fuck that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want any of that. Leave me alone. But they can also, you know, obviously be murderers, right? Yeah. But for the sake of coming out for revenge, though. So there's purpose behind why they're trying to kill your ass. Okay. You know, for, you know, past wrongdoings. So, but my thing is, though, like, at the end of the day, dude, you're in America. Get a fucking lawyer. (laughs) Resolve things the American way. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Why do you have to kill people? Not a whole lawyer says. (laughs) Bro, figure it out. (laughs) Some of these stories are, are, are pretty sad, though, let's be fair. So... And the thing is that, you know, it does come, like I said, from the native tribe in Utah. 
there are different locations mm-hmm. that you can find them. Mostly, in the, uh, according to a lot of the stores, it's like more in the West. Okay. So like, you know, Utah, Idaho, Nevada. So where we live. <laughs> we're in the see, I didn't see California, thank you. I mean, so we're in the West. I can avoid those three. That's cool, man. It's cool. I've we have lakes. Se- I've already seen them. It's fine. <laughs> but the other locations, uh, I'm going to mention them, but also kind of give a brief, uh, brief descriptor of what the origins of that story for the water babies are for that in that region. So one of them is uh Pocateo, Idaho. Okay. So what happened around that around that area there was there was a terrible famine going on and it struck uh the Shoshone tribe mm-hmm. there in, in Idaho. They had no ways of feeding their anybody, let alone their babies. Mm-hmm. So it led to a lot of the moms drowning their babies. Oh no. So yeah, they would go to the rivers and lakes nearby and, and, and drown their babies as a way Ooh. to prevent them from dying of starvation. The thing is, though, according to these stories, though, the babies grew and adapted and they ended up growing tails, fins, and gills. No! And would feed off of the small fish and tadpoles. Not in, previously in drowned babies. Buddy? No. Buddy. Scary shit. The spirits remain playing and laughing near the reservation that's there now so the shoshone bannock reservation mm-hmm. um with them though you're gonna hear them laughing no this is reverse la Llorona. girl i hate it no nah. i hate laughing it. crying <laughs> frog i don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> figure your kid out dude but if you hear that it's a it's Run. it's a it's a water baby trying to lure you to your death no, at that thank point. you so now you know avoid idaho okay. i don't know eh, that rhyme that rhyme <laughs> So, the next one is Utah Lake in Provo, Utah. Okay. Because I mentioned earlier Salt Lake, right? Mm. That there's, there's supposedly there, right? Because, you know, Bagel Bite said so. Um, <laughs> and he's always right. Um, yeah, that's a well-trusted source. <laughs> Trust me, bro. Okay. Um, so, in, in Utah Lake, um, uh, you know, a mythical creature similar to a dwarf. So, that's mm. where the dwarf comes into play. Uh, that lives in the water. They mimic the cries of a baby to lure you into open water. And drag you down to the bottom once they get once they get you into the water. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought though when I heard that? You remember the Tri Wizards Cup? Oh yeah, with the um, with the with the Mer people. The Mer people, yeah. I thought of that, what and I was called? like, they're called something. I don't remember what they're called, I but I thought of that, and I was like, dude, this is totally like Harry Potter esque. Right oh, you here. know what? They're not the Mer people. The other ones, the like little creepy ones that dart around, those are the Grindylows. I'm amazed they're that like you guys is, like no. Yeah, no. they're, they're like okay, that would probably be more representation there. Yeah, but either way, I, I thought of that scene <laughs> when I was when I read that part, and I was like, "Oh, terrifying!" See, Harry Potter's relevant all the time. All the time, we like Harry Potter around here. I'm sorry, we do. I'm a Hufflepuff. That's right. Boom. We're high fiving because we're both Hufflepuffs. <laughs> and um, so the last one, and I think this is probably the bigger one, is a uh, Pyramid Lake near Reno, Nevada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's two different stories there's the local folklore and then there's the native american folklore when it comes to this one so the 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 first i'll give you the 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 local folklore first so it's reported that a tribe in the area would get their sickly or deformed babies and would drown them in the lake oh no i feel like that's total caucasity though let's be real fucking wild eugenics but okay so Similar to other instances that we've been talking about, they haunt the lake, Mm -hmm. seeking revenge by getting people and dragging them into the water to drown them. Okay. Which, Um, I mean, can you really blame them, though? If they're the spirits of dead, drowned babies, I can't blame them. I, Sorry, dude, I can't. I get it. I'd be pissed, too. (laughs) I'd be absolutely pissed. Yeah. Um, So the other one's a Native American uh, folklore. So it's it's a Native American story 
that's of this homie, you know, trying to find a ruka, no, a beautiful <laughs> woman. He found a beautiful woman, though. Okay, okay. With the tail of a fish. Uh-oh. Brings her back to the tribe to make her his wife. Adios. <laughs> like, let's get it, girl. Get it. There's something about them scales, mama. <laughs> Ew. Too much. Sorry. Can't be fucking no fish. That's nasty. Uh, um. <laughs> so the tribe wasn't having it. And I'm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sir. We ain't having that fish run. How here. did he bring her? Like in a bucket? Like, what? <laughs> man, we can get creative with these things. <laughs> okay. What if she floats? We don't know that. Like magically? We weren't there. Okay, whatever. We weren't there. Uh, okay. But the tribe still either way wasn't having it. They're like, bro, we cannot have In, you no do No interspecies marriage. We got cannot. It. So homegirl got pissed. She was like, what the fuck? What? what did I do to you? You don't even Rightfully know me. So. You don't even know me. Rightfully so. Motherfuckers. So she didn't take that lightly and she cursed the lake. She thought, fuck oh, y'all. The whole lake? Fuck y'all and all y'all. All y'all. Okay. So no one thought anything of it. Everyone's like, okay, cool. Via machine. No big deal. Whatever. You know, <laughs> move on with your life. Right. Soon after though, mom gives birth to a baby. Mm-hmm. Real cute. Mm. The miracle of life. Not so much, no. Not, not this one, at least. Okay. Not this one, at least. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the baby was possessed by a water spirit. Oh, no. And that homeboy became... It, it just converted into a snake. Excuse and me? And latched its fangs onto its mom. Ah! Things got wild. Okay. Everyone's panicking, dude. What the fuck? Where's your baby? I don't know. I have the snake now. I don't <laughs> I have a snake. I have, I have a snake. Holding your, your snake in a bundle. A snake. <laughs> and... You know, they brought the medicine man over, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Bro, ¿qué está pasando? Fix this! Like, what is this?" And he's like, "I don't know, dude. Let's make a deal with this, you know, creature thing." With the snake? Yeah. Okay. He's like, "If you let go of, of of the mom, we'll let you live, and you can live on your own out on the lake. Like that is your realm. That is your okay place of property. So go do your thing. You can live rent free. It's fine. We won't charge you. <laughs> Not a big deal." And he's like, "All right, bet. Let go." And they're going to the lake. Okay. So now that's the creature that's roaming around in the lake at this point. So is he's a whatever. water snake. Yes. Mm, I hate it. Yes. yes. And I don't like dislike snakes or anything, but a water snake seems very, very insidious. I just want you to know. <laughs> but you know what trips me out about that one, though? That story specifically is that you started off with a water baby. Yeah. Because it became possessed by a water spirit. And mm-hmm. that's generally the initial the initial thing behind it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's going to be a water spirit that possesses the being or whatever the case is, right? And then the motherfucker becomes a snake. <laughs> what but a f- water snake, though. What the fuck? Did Draco come out of nowhere? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? That's right. Harry Potter again. <laughs> Obviously, I'm pretty sure you're starting to see some connections to other mythical creatures throughout mm-hmm. the history of humanity. Obviously, the sirens in Greek mythology. Yes. It's going to be one of them. Mermaids, obviously, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's, but I th- I think what I found interesting from some of the stuff that I was reading is that it kind of adds to that fear of the unknown for us as humans, mm-hmm. because there's so much bodies of water in this planet that we don't even know much about either. That's true. So it's kind of like feeding off of that as well too, right? Because yeah. it's like we don't know what's really in there. So of course you're gonna be. Coming up with these things, these these tales, these stories. Me personally, I can kind of believe that being a possibility. Yeah, there's something because we don't like. What is it like? Eighty percent of the ocean, we don't know what it is. Exactly. That's terrifying. Exactly, and and then that's not even including the fresh bodies of water that we have as well, too. That's true. Some right? are pretty deep. Just saying, I'm not sitting here and telling you not to believe it, as I do. I think there's a possibility for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. For it to be a baby, though. I mean, 
<laughs> babies are scary. Like, obviously not, like, real babies, but I hate when, like, like legends and scary stories include, like, kids and babies, because it's, like, that's something that you should, like, trust is going to be, like, innocent and pure, and when it's not, it's, like, a super shock every that's just, time. That's just demonic. I hate it. It's so scary. It's demonic. Let's just assume that. Never so, help a baby or a child. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's why I'm not a teacher. Don't want to be held liable for that one, but, you know. Well, so, of course, now the biggest question out of all of this is, well, what do we do, right? I, nothing. Stay away from water. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly how mind, I wrote mind that. Mind my business. <laughs> that is how I wrote that in my fucking note. Just don't be there. Just don't. You hear a baby cry. Are you the parent? No. Do your parents shouting, help me f- save my child? No. Okay, then. <laughs> Stop being nosy. Yeah. Let them figure it out. It's not Moses. Just leave him alone. <laughs> Listen, dude, if you want to take that chance, go for it. I don't want to be a good Samaritan when it comes to something like that. No, thank you. The river rat people are like, no, I love the water. And great. And enjoy it. And you love to have creepy babies try to kill you. Until you hear those cries, though. (laughs) Once you hear them cries, get your ass back in the land. Nope. (laughs) No, we're we're done. Bye. Let's go, kids. I don't give a fuck. Get off the fucking jet ski. Let's go. (laughs) We are leaving. Like, no. No, no, no. So, those are water babies for you. Okay. I'm very scared. And I'm not like a lake person or like a river person, so I'm not either. But I, now I'm definitely not. Well, yeah, and and but I'll tell you this though, I am kind of tempted to go go up to uh, the Great Salt Lake and. Oh no! <laughs> we totally should, dude. It's gonna be scary. We can go to Pyramid Lake. Has a ton of lore around it. See, it's so much. See, it's coming from somewhere. It's very scary. It's coming from somewhere. <laughs> if you guys want to do adventures, let us know. We're totally down for that too. Yeah. So, but yeah, we definitely, definitely have to. I, I, I know, Sarah. I know. It, it sounds scary. Yes. Probably really fucking is. <laughs> but we need to do it. Like we need to do it. We I need mean, to do it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure a way to bring it to y'all. Okay, mom. <laughs> You sound like whenever I'm talking about kids. We have rivers at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Uh, you sound like you sound like me, with me and the kids being like, "All right, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see." And and these fools know. They're like, "This motherfucker isn't gonna do shit. He's not gonna <laughs> we'll do see it. My <laughs> we'll see my ass. We'll see my ass. What do you mean? There's McDonald's at home? There's no McDonald's at home. Get out of here, dude. That's so, anyway. So there you go. So those are the water babies for you. I figure uh, you get a kick out of that. I sure as shit did reading up on it. I was like, what the fuck is this? So this is like a water-themed episode. I want you to know. Holy shit. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so here's the funny thing, guys, is that aside from the first episode, we haven't really told each other what we're going to cover. At all. We just kind of just try to surprise each other with it. Yeah. Um. So the fact that we have that level of synchronicity to it. Oh, I do legit. love a good synchronicity. That's pretty fucking legit. Yeah, that's that's also one of my topics in the future. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're all gonna be very surprised for next for the next episode because I have no clue yet what I want. There's so many things that I want to cover. I know I have so many notes that I'm going over right now. <sighs> See, this is the fun part. This is the fun part. <laughs> I think once we get into like episode 300, I'm gonna be like, okay, guys, seriously, like, you know, we need a studio now. <laughs> We, I would hope we have we need, to do we need, episode three hundred. We need we need a we need a research team. Yeah, because but I, I kind of hate when people don't do their own research. You know, I kind of do too. To be yeah, because like my favorite murder <clears throat> switched to that, like because they are they have like a company that they run now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and like yeah, people yeah. do they have researchers now, and it's like yeah. well, you don't really know the story then because you didn't research it; you're just reading it. 
Yeah. See, that's what I'm enjoying about doing all this stuff. I love the research. I'm learning about all of it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, more reason not to do it, but I I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. You know, and and uh let's make sure we don't we don't change that format. Yeah, I don't wanna ever have maybe like a researcher that helps me find things, but I do the research. Right. Right. Yeah. Let me do the reading. Let me do the the, the background on everything. Yeah. Let me let me create the, the bullet points that I need for whatever I'm talking about. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I feel like that's definitely more genuine too on top of that. I think so, so too. I did want to introduce a different a different thing. Okay. So let me. Here's my thing. So there was a portion that I wanted to, well, really propose to you guys, you, my my dear friend. Now that you're here with me, um, I do want to add a little bit of uh, pizzazz because you know Water Babies isn't enough. Pizzazz. Okay. Um, but I did want to share. Sometimes I run into like these really weird stories mm-hmm. of cryptid sightings and things of that nature. This isn't. Obviously, like, you know, like, listener sightings or anything like that, which obviously is one thing I want to keep encouraging you guys to do. Mm-hmm. If you have seen them or lived through a moment like that or anything paranormal or anything yeah. mystic yeah, like that as well, too. Write into us about that. That'll be something different. For sure. That's different. What I'm talking about is stuff that comes out in, like, in the news or, like, a news article or whatever covering something like that with a cryptid. Okay. Or even something funny for that matter. So, apparently, there was an article that came out June of this year. That was asking about, uh, like cryptids living in southern Illinois. Okay. Which is really interesting. So I started reading up a little bit on it, and it's interesting that it's like a specific place too. Mm-hmm. Like, did someone see something, and they're like, "I want to know if anyone else has seen it." Yeah. Well, it's uh, apparently this place called Little Egypt. Never heard of it. I, I'm not from Illinois, man. Me either. So I'll read a little snippet of what what's in here. It's from, from an article from. The author's name is Isaac Smith. Okay. It's from the southern.com. So it was around 2 a.m. Snow was falling, and Dixon said she was driving with her then 10 year old daughter to pick up her husband from his brother's house. Mm-hmm. At 2 a.m., girl? I don't know. Husband must have been drunk. <laughs> On the way back, she was driving near Maconda when she saw what she thought were mailbox reflectors. She got closer and thought it was a mountain lion mm-hmm. at about 25 feet away she realized that oh well no mountain lion she said I, I realized that it wasn't a cougar that it was actually crouched down in the middle of the road holding something oh no we just sat there and was watching it and it just stood up and it was huge so she described it as being completely black with defined muscles mm-hmm. she's like all i could focus on was his eyes red yellow glowing eyes she said that it it took off and it was gone what that was it and the reason why I, I brought it up is because there's a drawing of it. Oh. I'm going to show it to you. Okay, I'm ready. I'm not going to go with the rest of the, the rest of the article, but I wanted to share it because I, I find it so interesting that you constantly hear about these type of things, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, if they're not really real, then how are people catching these things? Like, how are people able to describe certain things like this, right? Especially when you're talking about a specific moment in time. Yeah. Not just like, oh, I remember so-and-so told me this story or whatever. Like, no, I lived through this moment at that very moment, mm-hmm. and this is what it looked like. Oh, no. That's a Bigfoot. (laughs) Girl. That's a Sasquatch. Listen, after reading that, that's what's kind of inspired this idea of wanting to find articles like that. Okay. So make it a little more, like... uh, Timely? Yeah. A little more like, uh, like, okay, this has actually happened type of thing. Because I can tell you stories all day about the research and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're able to kind of hit home, like for reals, for reals. Mm -hmm. So that was a Bigfoot, y'all. I just Mm -hmm. want you to know. Yeah. Was yeah. a Sasquatch, as they say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or skunk ape, even 
possibly. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> one's weird. Very weird. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. Uh, let you know if if you if you're down for something like that. Yeah. If not, that's cool too. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you know, I'll, 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 I don't think they're gonna say no. Wait for it. Oh, they said yes. I got it. Did they? Mm-hmm. Psychic. I, I didn't psychically. hear that. I got it. I didn't hear that. Don't worry about it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, I guess. But anyway, so that's going to be the game plan, too. So, you know, there you go. Alrighty. And then let us know if you have any suggestions for topics, anything you really want to hear from us. We'll do it. Yeah. I'm sure. Especially if it's within reason. <laughs> I mean, like, if, if, if you're not asking us to go into, like, archival information that's, like, in the House of Congress or something, then... <laughs> You know, Hard to get to. Yeah, then yeah, we'll be down for that. Shoot. Of Come course. on. Of course, of course. And make sure to keep listening <laughs> and keep rating us very high if you would like to. <laughs> um and follow us on Instagram at Cryptids and Mystics Pod. And then uh, if you want to write to us through our email, it's cryptid and cryptids and mystics podcast. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or DM us as well too yeah, on, on Insta. DMS. I think you can DM on SoundCloud too, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I think so. That's impressive. Well, yeah, we're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. Yeah, Tune that's, in. That's where you could leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to 2023. 2023. I'm not wait. guessing anything. I'm not guessing anything nope. either. All I know is nope. that we have tickets to see, and that's what we drink in February. I know. I got the alert on my calendar. I was like, <gasps> yeah. So uh, that should be fun. Yeah. Well, tune in next time. Um, and, and we'll take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.